TV, anime, video games, books, Star Trek, Marvel, My Hero, Hook. It don't matter what you into, don't matter what you do, here on Nerd Shit, we got something for you. Welcome back to Hypothetically Sound Presents Nerd Shit, where we talk about nerd shit. And welcome back to the Walking Dead series, where we go through each and every episode and talk to you guys about what we think about the episode. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, you? Doing good. well. Doing splendid. How you doing, Mom? I'm doing the best I can. Well, that's not uh, good enough, but good enough for now, I guess. Um, it's coming. <laughs> This is why I love you guys. Uh, Um, So before we get into me, you know, doing the uh, recap of the episode, you know, do some little trivia, a little ask you guys some questions about the episode. See how much you paid attention. No, hold on. Why can't I ask (laughs) you the questions? Give me the question sheet. (laughs) Nah, dog. How many deaths were in this episode? Which episode five that we're doing right now? No, it's twelve from season nine. Yes, this episode. So how many deaths were in this episode? <laughs> A whole lot, because they blew up the freaking city. Do, do <laughs> I don't zombies, know how many people live there. Do zombies count? Yep. Uh, if you don't count the flashback, which is impossible to count, uh, two. Close. What you said a lot, Mom? Is your guess was a lot? Because of the napalm scene. That was in the episode. I don't, don't know how many people deaths. were living there. Well, it's it's implied. Implied it seems different. Maybe one three. Was one. It was a squirrel. It was the only death in the episode. No, pretty sure. Daryl kills a couple zombies. So it'd be three. Well, this site only says one, and I trust it. Well, they say a squirrel. They're I, not I'm, counting zombies. That's why I asked if we counted zombies. Why? Well, I assume they were counting zombies. So they're not. See, that's kind of crazy that you were out <laughs> here lying. I'm sorry for trusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you another one. One, one who, for the episode. Who makes their last appearance ever? In The Walking Dead in this episode. Uh, I will tell you it's in a flashback. To make it a little easier for you. Sophia? Nope. Oh, no, she comes back as a zombie. What was the question? Spoiler alert. Last appearance of the person ever in The Walking Dead. In a flashback. Oh. Oh. Carol's husband. Um, Mara. Nope. Meryl's in like four more seasons. He is in four more seasons. (laughs) Uh, It is Ed. It is Ed. Mom was correct. And then the last one. Uh, When they reach the farm, Daryl comments that this is the third time Rick has pointed his gun at him. Uh, Do you remember the other two episodes that he did it in? No. Hold on. How is this even about this episode? Bro, that's... <laughs> he pointed a gun at the third time at him. Uh, sh- 
well, at least he didn't shoot him. Like your favorite character did. I will tell you, they're in the first season. Is it when he came out of the, the woods and he didn't know who he was because he thought he was a zombie coming out of the woods? That is one. Tell it to the frogs when Rick first appears at the camp. Yep. And then on the roof when he came at Rick or when they he told him about it being about handcuffing Merle. It had to do something with handcuffing Merle. Uh, it is the fifth episode when Rick leads the group to the CDC. Don't remember that one. Me neither. Well, you know, that was just a little fun trivia. Get people their mind juices flowing. Get your mind juices flowing. Uh, I've known was... there was going to be a test. Well, always be prepared. Okay, ready. I uh, can't wait till next episode. Someone is cool. a Girl Scout. Someone's a Girl Scout. Are you going to lead it? Am I going to lead it? Yeah, no, I, I might. Stupid. <laughs> like, you ain't special because you lead it? I lead every episode. I let's, see, let's see how much you've been paying attention. I have it, but hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the question so it doesn't matter. Shut up. <laughs> Steve Harvey? Uh, yeah, exactly. I read the cards correctly, though. Remember that. Ouch. Uh, time for the plot. No, you don't. What's the name of the episode? So yeah, we're in uh, season two, episode five, Triple Cabra. Uh, in the opening flashback, Lori and Shane are seen escaping the refugee center on the uh, at the onset of the Walker epidemic. Uh, they watch in horror as military helicopters drop napalm on Atlanta. Uh, flashback to the present. Uh, the survivors continue their search for the missing Sophia. Herschel expresses his concern to Rick that his group has gotten too comfortable on Herschel's farmland. Herschel is particularly concerned on how close Glenn and his daughter Maggie appear to be. Meanwhile, Glenn accidentally learns Lori is pregnant and she asks him to keep it a secret from Rick. Uh, during a search party, Shane tells Rick the search is pointless and they should continue on to Fort Benning. Rick later uh, confides in Lori that Shane may be right. Lori privately confronts Shane, reminding him that her and Carl's well-being are no longer his problem. Daryl goes out on horseback searching for Sophia, eventually coming across her doll in a riverbed. As he follows the river, a snake frightens his horse and he is thrown and severely wounded by one of his crossbow bolts in the fall. He starts to hallucinate his missing brother Merrill, who berates him for spending so much time searching for Sophia. Uh, Daryl wakes in time to find a walker chewing on his shoe, quickly kills the walker and another approaching walker, and then takes his their ears as trophy necklace. Uh, Daryl limps towards the farm, and from a distance is mistaken as a walker. Andrea shoots him, grazing his head and knocking him unconscious. Rick reaches Daryl first and hides the walker ear necklace before Herschel can see it. Daryl's treated, and when he wakes, tells Carol where he had found, or what he had found and where he had found it, uh, which for which she is grateful. Carol and Lori attempt to repay Herschel for his hospitality by cooking dinner, but tensions remain high. Uh, Maggie discreetly passes Glenn a note asking him when they can have sex again. However, both Herschel and Daryl uh, witness this, or Dell witness this, sorry. Uh, Glenn writes a reply and returns a note after Denny. Uh, dinner, I can't speak, 
Uh, Maggie reads Glenn's reply and is horrified as he promised to wait in the barn for her. She rushes to try to stop him, but it's too late as Glenn discovers the barn is filled with walkers. That's episode. It what do you guys think of the episode? It's a good episode with um because it just gives you some prior information of what happened before, you know, we jump in, in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh it still shows uh some character development of Daryl because you know he's still Got some unfinished business with his brother. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, up until that point, it kind of does feel like he forgets a little bit. So it's good to know that, like, that's still something that's on his conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, the big reveal at the end. And who would have thought horniness would have made it happen? Yeah, true. It, it, also, it also helps carry up the decline of Rick and Shane's relationship. Because their views are so different on how they need to proceed to survive. Mm-hmm. And it, it still works on the development of Merle's character with him using all the derogatory language he does. Uh, you know, when he's having his flashbacks. No, definitely a big uh, episode for Daryl. Uh, and I think this kind of like is when they decided to fully push Daryl as a main character. And uh, Norman Reedus comes into his own, knowing what's happening, like, knowing what the plan was for the end of the season. I think uh, getting Daryl to be seen as a good guy was important for them. Uh, and so it's definitely the start of him, like, battling his past demons, and but just still showing the uh, work it's going to take to get past those demons. Uh, so they did a good job. Uh, what did you guys think of the opening flashback with the napalm? I completely mm-hmm. forgot about that. When when they replayed it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Mm-hmm. I remembered. I remember them going back and going, "Okay, so this is how they got with Carol." You know, that's how that little group started. Yeah. But then, you know, when they saw the helicopters and the napalm dropped, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that piece." So, with everything that we assume to know about zombies, uh, do you think if a zombie apocalypse was to happen, that that is the step the government would take? Is dropping some type of advanced weapon on uh, heavy populated areas? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty realistic. I feel like we've done it before already in real life. It's it's the way, I mean, it's just, they can't control it with people, and that's their next thing, is a no-contact bomb or, or, you know, the napalm or whatever, mm-hmm. and just try to contain it that way. It's their, it's basically a last-ditch effort when they start doing that. I, mean, I would much any- we would learn from, like, while obviously it's fiction, it's science fiction, uh... I would hope we would learn that it doesn't accomplish anything. No, I mean, look at how many science fiction movies out there that they try to do stuff like that. You know, they they do the big barricades around and 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 then they they try to do something drastic inside and it never mm-hmm. works. Never flooding I, it, anything. Yeah. They try all kinds of stuff. 
like honestly, it comes down if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, uh, the government gets on television, phones, whatever, and tells people to stay in their homes. If you leave leave the home, you will be shot. There are you then you send out the national guard, police, whatever, and literally anything that is walking, you shoot and kill. Jeez, that's pretty drastic. It is fair. I do feel like if the zombie apocalypse, it wouldn't be as drastic as it is, but like the reason it will continue is because of idiots who are like, these zombies are nothing like the movies, and they trip and fall and get infected. Mm -hmm. Like, because human errors and dumbasses are just a thing Mm -hmm. that we have to deal with. And I think uh, I think if it's like, I know we're getting off a little off topic, but with them, obviously the government knows that, uh, or at least the government has left, scientists knew that you die, you become a zombie. Uh, so it would change how the world was ran. Dying uh, and being injured, like, where there's 50-50 chance that it, it is a you put the person down type thing. That's how society would come. If, like, you get hurt, you get sick, you get any of these things, like, I think it would be everybody that is working for the government, police, EMT, would carry a gun and headshot anybody who wasn't going to make it. That humanity would have to go out the window, sadly, but... Yeah, yeah, it would change how we view civilization and humanity. I mean, and that's kind of what you see going forward in... The Walking Dead, you know, as we get into other characters yeah. in future, there there are some societies out there that that's their philosophy. Uh, okay, back to the story, the episode specifically. Uh, do you, I personally think Searching for the Girl was a waste of time after the first two days. Uh, you didn't find her, uh, with all of your everybody out there searching, the chances she was alive was in the sub twenties. Uh, do you agree, agree with Shane that they should have stopped looking? I agree, and I know the main reason they were doing it was for Carol, and they should have just let it be and let her grieve. And stop looking and and taking care of the other things they needed to. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Alec? Um, yeah, I probably would have gave up as soon as like. Sounds super fucked. Uh, as soon as they went down and realized she was missing, I'd probably been like, "Oh, you're dead." Mm-hmm. And then, like, if she's not dead, cool. We'll probably bump into her. It's not a lot of areas she can go. But chances are she is dead. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, if it, like, again, and if she was any older, it would be like, maybe she gonna be alive. But she like 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even, a, even, I feel like even a 13 year old has a uh, a decent chance to at least get away and be smart enough to get away. But like a 10 year old, not not as much. Yeah. At least not this 10-year-old, for sure. Well, 
I don't think Carl could have either. If Carl went missing, I think it would be the same scenario. I'm saying there, there's other oh. 10-year-olds in the series that could yeah. get away. But they're built different. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't uh, 10 They weren't ten when it started. You know what true, I'm saying? True, yeah. They're not 10 in this current time frame. Yeah, they're like, they 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 grew up with them. It's different. Uh, so let's get to the tr- the meat of this episode, uh, the flashbacks and the ear necklace and everything that happens with Daryl. Uh, did you enjoy that aspect of his character development? Yeah, like I said earlier, uh, you kind of forget that he cared about his brother. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, there's so much going on that it just becomes a sideline thing. And it just kind of reminds the viewer and, uh, I guess, Daryl, that that is a uh, storyline that is still being kind of explored. Like, it reminds you that he's out there, potentially, still. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, what's interesting about Daryl, I bet a lot of people, like, uh, a lot of younger brothers or younger cousins or f- younger friends all like were able to see themselves in Daryl because you, we all know those douchebags that are like Merle, like maybe not super racist, but they all have their their sexist or their, there's something about them that are just god awful. And then there's a kid that hangs out with them that's like not as bad, but he's a douchebag by proxy. Like, he doesn't look as bad, but he still, like, hangs out with this person, even though, like, he sees their uh, views on things, he partakes in some of it, uh, kind of like uh, the younger brother in American History X. Like, he wasn't a horrible person, but he was following the lead of his older brother and the people around him, and became a racist by proxy. And I think that's what Daryl was. And then, obviously... The belief in least in media is you get away from that proxy, that person, and you no longer act that way, and you become who you want to be, and that's what Daryl starts going through here. Because he changed because all of a sudden that proxy was back in his, at least in his subconscious was back. So he ripped the ears off, went back to the I'm a woods guy, I'm a big bad man. And had to have his necklaces, and I'm gonna go back and be a man and prove them how tough I am. And then get shot by Andrew because she don't know how to listen. I hate her. (laughs) Uh, And then the final thing that happens, which is huge, uh, cliffhanger type stuff. Uh, is the dinner uh, with both groups and the uh, booty call that goes awry. Hey, who decided who sits at the kids' table? Uh, Did you no, notice? No. I, I... <laughs> I'm looking at it going, okay, so I get, I get, you know, the, the two, Jimmy and, and Beth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and Carl, but who decided that Lori and Glenn had to sit at the kids' table? Because <laughs> there was room at the big table. They probably just sat there to be nice. Well, and, and it kind of plays into Glenn still being, like, even though he clearly just grew up 
like a little bit maturity wise from last episode. He's mm-hmm. still a kid at heart for a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's just he naturally probably sat there. Right. And and if you look at it like in a director's mind or, or writer's mind, they're like, hey, be funny because Glenn's just coming becoming a man and yeah. Herschel still sees Lori as his little girl. Yeah. So that was just something I thought was funny. Uh what did you uh what did you think of the big uh, barn full of walkers and being seen. That was the first time, I mean, that's the first time that that was revealed because it hadn't been in any even hint to it Yeah, in previous episodes. So, you know, going in there and the way Lori was running out, you knew something was coming. And then right away, oh, right away, you know, don't say nothing, don't say nothing. Um, it was an interesting reveal, and it kind of like makes sense. Full, it kind of goes full circle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the way they act and their mindset and all that. Well, most of their mindsets and all that. Um, it really, really just makes sense. I think it's weird that no one has gone near the barn before that. Yeah. Well, the barn, if you look where it is in relation to. The rest of the property. They've been there for like a week and they just I know walking. Like, yeah. And it's clear like they're not told they can't walk over there because uh Daryl just walks a random path. Also, True. Glenn just shows up. Like he just goes there. Yeah, and so they know it's there. And he picked it because he knows like he noticed not a lot of people go over by it. But uh, I, I I just feel like Rick Shane, one of those guys, would have looked at the perimeter and walked by the barn at some point, right? Yeah. And like I think they do show a couple shots where they like go by it ish, mm-hmm. but it's just weird that no one's like, "Hey, what's in the barn? We can just sleep in the barn instead of in the house." Anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. No, it's, it definitely is that it took this to be the thing that set the barn off. Like, I get they were saying, but yes, you think someone would have walked into it, walked by it, something like that beforehand. And, and it's funny, because clearly Maggie, like, you, Maggie isn't like any of her family. She's not pretending what's happening in the real world isn't happening. She understands it. Very intelligent girl. Uh, but at the same time, like she wants to like keep her family from losing their mind, so like allowing them to pretend. I think she thinks is what's keeping them sane. And like she she knows why she's telling Glenn to keep it secret because she knows what needs to be done, and she knows they are going to do it if they find out. And while she's not mad, she wouldn't be mad at them, uh, like, for doing it. She would be mad at them for breaking, like, this psychosis that she's allowing her family to have to keep them sane and alive. Right there. Because it's her, what, her brother and her stepmom? No one knows yet. We're not that far. True, true. We're not, we're not. I do gotta admit. When I saw it the first time, and even this time, I was looking for Sophia in there. 
I saw it the first time. I'm like, they just got a random barn, and I'm like, are they collecting? No, there's no little kid in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, like, he didn't see much. He just he heard them, and I think, like, saw them for an instant before yeah. Maggie grabbed him out. So he has no clue who's down there. Yeah. Any last thoughts on this episode before we wind it down here? I think we should have been from the very first episode, keeping track of who had, like, the main characters, who had close calls, just to see how many times they should have died already. Uh, I was thinking every, of that one. Every like, single when, day they wake up. Yes. Yeah. Like when Daryl, you know, waking up because he thought Merle was kicking his boot and it was a zombie on his boot. Any last thoughts, Alec? None. Zero thoughts. Yes. Brain, oh, right. Empty. Uh, <laughs> that's a good fire. <laughs> no boulders yeah. gate talking in yeah. podcast. And that is the end of the episode. We thank you guys for tuning in as always. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we will be doing episode six here soon. And then we go on to seven, eight, nine, ten. We'll, like, we're like LeBron James. We'll just keep going and going. Uh, Are we and, like LeBron James? Because like he's an athletic freak. And, and uh, until next time, you guys have a great day. <laughs> bye, bye. Say bye. I did. I said bye, y'all. I said it first. You didn't at all. Yeah, I didn't I hear did. it. I didn't hear it. Bye, y'all. I, I had to do it again. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.